0: um i had a moment of what's the word when the light bulb an aha moment that's what oprah calls them a moment of clarity yes today when i was looking at the list of america's top guilty pleasures that's an actual list now we know ranked by how pleasurable these guilty pleasures are the top guilty pleasures of Americans. And I and it gave me an aha moment on the Colleen and Bradley show. On my talk one oh seven one, we stream live at my talk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, uh, did the morning show today, so he's taking a well deserved nap, I'm sure, at this point. Holly Roberts is filling in. And um, Holly, here's what I realized. I realize that I have way too much guilt around my guilty pleasures that it takes the pleasure part out of the guilty pleasure. And so then it's just like a guilt activity.
1: Only you, Kali, only you could have guilt around a guilty
0: pleasure. Guilty, guilty is in the name of the phrase. I know, but my guilt outweighs the pleasure. That's the problem. I think most people are programmed to really live into the pleasure of the moment. I live into the guilt. Colleen it's Lindstrom, not a fun way to be leaning into the guilt. That is seriously. That's my middle name. Oh, okay. Like, okay. For example, oh. here they are. Here are some of the top, the top, um, guilty pleasures in America. Okay. 42% say their top guilty pleasure is Ordering takeout because you can't be bothered to cook.
1: That's totally acceptable. There is no guilt involved in that whatsoever.
0: No, it. I feel so guilty because I'm like, oh, like we have groceries and there are people in, you know, in uh, right in our backyard who maybe are not able to even have the groceries that I have. And so I can't wait. But wait. my wait. problem is that I'm too lazy to cook. So then I'm going to I'm going to order something to be delivered to my house. Colleen, I'm fully capable.
1: Colleen, aren't you the person that always speaks of the cost to grief ratio? This is true. Of anything? Yes. And how ordering out, I'm sure the cost to grief ratio of ordering out versus trying to scrounge around, going to the store, buying the food, then cooking it. This is true. It's worth it. Okay, fine. You're making a good point. You're good. Lean into the pleasure. Lean into the pleasure. How
0: about sneaking an extra scoop of ice cream? 38% of people say that that's their top guilty pleasure. Well, first of all, I don't even like ice cream, but if I went for the extra scoop, that would be part of the problem. Like, why am I, this is so many calories of something I don't even really get that excited about. You just need to feel shame because you don't like ice cream. Who are you? (laughs) Who are you?
1: I will take your extra scoop of ice cream. Ice cream anytime, anywhere, and guess what? What? Here's the thing about eating ice cream is that you go all in, go big or go home. Take that extra scoop of ice cream because then you're going to be more satisfied eating the portion that you really want. Maybe that one time and indulging versus having little bits of ice cream here and there. Oh, Oh treat yourself.
0: Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Um. Okay. How about how about this? How about uh giving into reading about hollywood gossip. Yeah. I mean I feel sometimes a little bit guilty about that. Don't really? you? Really? Really? Well, I mean, sometimes I do cuz I'm like I want to be a good person, but like I'm enjoying this hollywood gossip and I probably am not thinking kind thoughts about some of these celebrities and I'm probably going to say mean things about them
1: really so says the woman every day on the program that has her show in it Where we read celebrity blind items, we just talked about a very salacious blind item on this very program Mm -hmm. today at twelve thirty, involving Cher and Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. It's really
0: gross when he was thirteen. Yeah, see,
1: you're talking. No, it it. is my job. Okay, so that's my job. It's
0: your job. Okay, that one maybe I don't feel so guilty about because again, it's how you feed your children. It is. this is true? Okay, it's how you feed your children. It's how I how I buy things takeout so i don't have to cook Mm. um okay fine okay fine let's uh let's keep going down the list of some of these top guilty pleasures so say americans okay like uh singing out loud in the car that's i don't feel guilty about that i actually feel totally pleasurable about that oh yeah my point is that i usually feel so much guilt about things that i can't find the pleasure in them that one i don't feel guilty about that doesn't even feel like a guilty pleasure that's just straight up pleasure what's there to feel guilty about exactly thing in the car yes how about eating an entire bag of chips in one sitting that one never feels good no especially when they had a lestra in it Okay, that then you've got a whole other experience. Mm-hmm. Okay, how about this one? Getting back in bed on a lazy Sunday afternoon. Twenty four percent of people say that's their top guilty pleasure. I what is a lazy Sunday afternoon?
1: I'm. <laughs> Didn't you listen to the Saturday Night Live
0: song about it? It's Red <laughs> Lazy lines. Sunday Wake the, up in the late afternoon. That's, yes,
1: yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Get in your jams. <laughs> watch the Chronicles of Narnia. Enjoy yourself, Colleen. I'm here to tell you that it's a good thing. Not only is it a good thing, but science says that it's healthy for you to to lay around on a Sunday afternoon. Yes, taking time for oneself, you're more creative, you're more productive. You'll focus better if you take your weekly rejuvenation time. And if that means staying in your bed on a Sunday, you're going to be better for it. You are you are improving the world. You are improving the world by staying
0: in bed. I want to believe what you're saying, but I will tell you again, back to the fact that I have too much guilt to find it pleasant. I would lay there and think of all the other things I should be doing because I'm not getting them done. Don't should yourself. You're right. Don't, Don't should, should on you.
1: Don't should all over yourself. Yes, exactly. Don't do it. I'm here to tell you, Colleen, in fact, you should lean into the pleasure because it's self-care and you're going to be a better person. Everyone will be a better person if they take a lazy Sunday and hang out in their jams. Because guess what? Those things aren't going to go away. Okay, I'm really it's liking fine. your pep talks. Yes, I want everyone to feel good about their indulgences and not even indulgences. This is just straight up pleasure.
0: Okay, Retreat How about this yourself. one? Uh, 17% rate stealing stope soap and shampoo from hotels as their top guilty pleasure. I say, go ahead. You are paying for that stuff. Here's what you do. With it's that. not stealing when you're paying a huge bill to stay there. Can I turn this around and tell you what you can do? I This will be a good one. Yes, I know what you're going to say. I love this.
1: Do you? I hope you do. But in all all sincerity, this is what you do. Yeah. You take the toiletries. I think I may have heard somebody on the station do. uh, Somebody else does this. Mm -hmm. You take the toiletries Mm -hmm. that you get from your hotel on your vacation. Mm -hmm. Then you turn around and you donate those toiletries to people in need. So that way, there is no guilt about this at all. Because there are many local shelters and and places that need those kinds of everyday basic things. And so in fact...
0: You're doing good for other Fine, people. And that's a good one. Okay, how about this one? Listening to cheesy music. I usually don't really feel a whole lot of guilt around that. That just mm. feels like pleasure to me. Mm. Um, but I get it. If it's cheesy, you feel kind of dorky when you're listening to it. Yeah, but Colleen,
1: yours is like way cheesy. What? What is mine? Yours is way cheesy. What is it? Like this song that I know for a fact, Colleen Lindstrom, this is one of your sources of inspiration. Oh, okay, tell me. A song in which you take flight and you stride around gallantly <gasps>
0: yes oh it's so good
2: didn't want no one to hold you what's up uh, i didn't you said
0: nothing gonna break my stride no Nobody- You can feel some guilt to this. Just a a little bit of guilt Nobody should feel guilt. This song should be the thing that drives you each and every day. Matthew Wilder, Nothing Gonna Break My Stride. That one-hit wonder, he is giving you a gift every day. Okay, no guilt. Let's go to break on this. When we come back, we've got a little bit of celebrity news to tell you about on My Talk 107.1. The celebrities, they are just like us, Holly. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer was on the morning show this morning, filling in for Jason, so he is off for the afternoon, but Holly Roberts is filling in. And Holly, I love this story about Chrissy Teigen so darn much. Why? Well, because, okay, so Chrissy Teigen, she's married to John Legend. They are a Hollywood power couple. They're they're pretty amazing together. Yeah, and she's very well known for her um, humor on social media. And she just seems like an all-around kind of fun gal, right? Kind of down to earth. She's a gal. She's a gal. G-A-L. Yes, big time. Well, she, you know, for most people, seeing her or meeting her out in the wild would be, like, overwhelming, right? But she, the thing I love about her is she geeks out about the weirdest things, right? Yes. So she apparently met a star of Bravo's Below Deck Mediterranean. Uh, her name is Hannah Ferrier. I don't even know what that means. Okay, so I've watched one season or like part of one season of Below Deck. It's basically it a show like an
1: appetizer.
0: I red know, Lobster. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's actually a reality show about people who work on yachts. And one of the stars of Below Deck Mediterranean is Hannah Ferrier, and Chrissy Teigen is a noted fan of all anything and all things reality TV trash TV, basically, right? She mm. loves that. So she apparently was in Malibu and ran into this Hannah Ferrier and she tweeted a picture of the two of them. I, I so rarely ask people for photos. Thank you, Hannah Farrier. And Chrissy Teigen has this like super excited surprised, you know, look on her face as she stands next to this reality TV star. Well, apparently, you know, she kept talking about it. She was like, this just happened. I ran into, or uh, I'm sorry, The below deck gal, Hannah Ferrier, she posted a picture and said, this just happened. I ran into Chrissy Teigen at the valet today. We had the biggest fangirl with each other. My life is now complete. In other words, the two were like the mutual admiration society, but both of them were so overwhelmingly excited to meet each other. And to each of them, the other one was the biggest celebrity. And I just sort of love everything about that, right? We seem to think that celebrities probably are not starstruck by other celebrities, right? Right. They're just like, I'm a celebrity.
1: Well, or that they've just seen it all. And so there's nothing out there that could impress somebody like Chrissy Teigen. I'm sure Chrissy Teigen has a lot of stories and has seen a lot of famous people in her day.
0: But she literally, she tweeted, I just saw Hannah from Below Deck. Let me tell you, I am shaking. Ah. You know that feeling when you see somebody and you're like, oh my God, that's this person who I've admired forever. And you are like shaking like a leaf.
1: Well, your heart starts to palpitate. And and if you see them out in public, you have to decide whether or not you're going to go and say something to them Mm -hmm. because you don't know. You don't know whether or not they're going to receive your fandom with an open heart.
0: I know. It is a really... Isn't that a weird experience? Have you... Like, can you think of somebody that you've seen out in the wild that you've like made the decision? I usually... More often than not, if it's out in the wild, like they're just enjoying dinner somewhere, I'm not going to say anything. Yeah. I'm usually, I usually err on that side because I can never think of, well, you know what my move is. It's so dorky. I can never, there isn't a way to say something that doesn't sound Weird and obnoxious and out of place in the moment. Yeah, you know I mean, what I mean. You, you have your signature move. My Mo- move is to point at them and tell them who they are.
1: Yeah, real great. it's not
0: good. Works out well it's, for you. It Doesn't. <laughs> it's really not a good move.
1: Yeah, I have been in a couple situations where you see somebody and you get really excited and you get nervous. The right. heart starts going. Yes, you start to get a little sweaty. Like Chrissy Teigen with this woman from Below Deck Mediterranean, just you kind of start to shake. Yes, but then ultimately, I have always decided. To never say anything. Yeah. Because I didn't want my perception of that person to be ruined, and then I also, you sold myself short. I'll be honest, like, you sell yourself short, you're like, well, right. who am I Right to go up to this person and say something, but then you have to ask yourself, who are you not, not to. to do that? I right. have that
0: in.
2: I'm Bradley Trainer,
0: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
2: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house
1: no, oh, because I was scared. I was nervous. This was—it's well, just like, what do you say? Well, yeah, exactly. I, I, truth be told, so this was at a party uh-huh. in Hollywood, and it was—it was the rap party for Real Time with Bill Maher. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of comedians and a lot of funny people in this room. I just sat on the couch being weird and then seeing Gary, you know, Gary Shanley is like one of my comedy heroes. Yeah. You see him over in the room on the other side. He's like talking to a beautiful lady or, you know, he's talking to whoever and I'm just like, I can't, I can't, like I'm just sweating profusely and mm-hmm. I, and I didn't and I'm, now I'm kind of sad that I didn't. Right. Because it was you like, won't have that memory. You, I won't have that memory and who he, who would have he cared right. who I was? Like here's some like rando weirdo at this party coming up to me, but then I didn't want to be, oh, excuse me, Mr. Shanley. Handling. I'm a really big fan of yours like oh thanks and then, I know. It would, then it would have been weird and then I would have just stood there but anyways I'm really glad that you know but Chrissy Teigen is in that
0: space yeah I feel like they, like they can have mutual admiration society yeah. right like I don't get to have that with like you know I don't know. I'm trying to think of like Justin Timberlake. No. You know, yeah. you don't get to have that moment with them. That's awkward. Right. There
1: is no mutual admiration. No, there's just, it goes one way. <laughs> it goes one way. And so. we all
0: know which way. Oh,
1: so good on Chrissy Teigen know. for just going up there and saying something. Now, she does have her celebrity to her
0: advantage. So really, she's not just like us. But I will say, I again, back to that airing on the side of caution Bradley and I have said on multiple occasions, it never is good to really meet your heroes no. or the people who you're a big fan of because you're often disappointed like far more often than not i think you're disappointed because it wasn't everything you dreamed it was going to be because
1: they're in they're just like us is that they're just human beings they might have gas that day or maybe, you know, they got some bad news or, right. you know,
0: maybe they have or maybe some- they're tired or yeah. maybe they're thinking about something else and you interrupted that thought or whatever.
1: Yes, exactly. So then you <sighs> just, you know, you cower in the corner over there and you just you don't say anything and then you get really nervous and awkward. And then your life is like a giant episode of the Chris Farley show from yeah, Saturday or- Night Live. <laughs> or you can
0: just try to take an undercover picture of them with your mobile phone so Ooh. that you can tell everybody you saw them. Have you done that? No, but I would. <laughs> Are you lying? Um, No, but can I tell you something? I, I, I wasn't going to say anything about this. It's all right. Because it feels very disrespectful. Safe space. I was in Wisconsin. I was in Amish country this weekend. And I took a picture of a carriage as it went by because I really love, I, I'm obsessed with Amish culture. And I, but it was from a distance and you cannot see their faces. And it was just for me. You just stole those people's souls, I Colleen. I did, I think I into did. Into your technology. I feel terrible. I feel bad. I didn't post it on social media, if it helps. I did it was really just like I was like this is awesome and now I have a photo a photograph of it for my own self. It's just for yourself. It's just for my own self. I understand. So I have taken undercover pictures before just not of celebrities. And to
1: you, but no, but Colleen to, to me, you, Amish people are celebrities. A little bit.
0: I got a little overly excited. I'm sorry. I, get I feel it. bad. I know it was disrespectful and I apologize. I, I get it though. They're your they're your celebrities. <sighs> Just we, like us. Exactly. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's time for crazy, stupid idiots, dumb people doing dumb things. We're gonna talk about them right here on My Talk 1071.
2: California
0: eyes And I thought that she could really be the one this time But I never got the chance to Dumb people doing dumb things We talk about them on the Colleen and Bradley show On My Talk 1071 Streaming live at mytalk 1071com Everything entertainment Colleen Lindstrom Bradley Trainer is off for the afternoon He did the morning show Filling in for Jason today And Holly Roberts is here filling in uh, And we call those dumb people doing dumb things Crazy, stupid idiots
2: Well then I guess one could say That's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen
0: and Bradley present CSI.
2: It stands for crazy, stupid idiots.
0: Oh, crazy, stupid idiots. They are everywhere. They're to your right. They're to your left. And if you are lucky, when you look in the mirror, you do not see one staring back at you. Oftentimes, we find these crazy, stupid idiots in the state of Florida. We are not going to Florida today, not, at least not right away. We're going to Mort- Morton Grove, Illinois. Ooh, Ugh. a regional. Yokel. is a regional yokel, exactly a midwestern yokel. Um, Holly, quick question for you: Have you ever gotten a text message from Bruce Springsteen? As in the boss?
1: Hmm. Let me think about that. Mm-hmm.
0: Now be no. no. Okay. No. If you did get a text message from Bruce Springsteen, would you be suspicious?
1: Maybe. I would also text back the following. Bruce. Yes.
0: And then see what the answer is. Yeah,
1: to, to authenticate yeah. the transaction If indeed it is you, mm-hmm.
0: then you'll understand. Yeah. Well, this is what happened to a resident of Morton Grove, Illinois. They got a text message requesting help in recovering an investment in gold that Bruce Springsteen made in Dubai. This person (laughs) believed that they were getting a text message directly from Bruce Springsteen. And he was asking that this person help recover an investment in gold he made in Dubai. The fake Bruce and the victim exchanged, quote, several texts and then... The victim sent the person they believed to be Bruce Springsteen eleven hundred dollars to help cover the investment in gold he made in Dubai. You
1: mean it's really that easy? That all you have to do is pretend to be a aging pop star and
0: with a successful Broadway show.
1: Yes. Um, and then text random people mm-hmm. and say, hi, friends, this is, yeah. this is Bruce Springsteen. I'm just taking a break from a busy, successful Broadway show and I got some great news for you. Yeah.
0: Just wire me some. Oh, yeah. I, I need $1,100 f- from you uh. because I make $1.9 million a week during my Broadway show. Now, wait. Sorry, I'm not carrying any kind of change in my pocket. You got an extra $1,200. Right? Man, $1,200 to Bruce
1: Springsteen calling. It's like nothing. It's like The spare change in my
0: wallet. Right. Mm -hmm. That you don't even know is there. That I don't even know is there. Mm -hmm. But wait, Holly, there's more. Really? The victim also sent $500 worth of iTunes gift cards for senior citizen phone bills. Oh,
2: no. To fake
0: Bruce Springsteen.
1: Oh, now this makes me sad. I know. It
0: makes me sad, too. You guys, seriously, if it sounds too good to be true, it just really it is. Um, If you get an email... From uh, a lawyer who says they've located your long lost uh, ancestor in a different country and you are the only living relative of this person. And 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 they need all of your bank information so they can wire you millions of dollars. Exactly. Don't fall for it. It's not real.
1: Even if they stipulate spending the night in a haunted house. Wait, what? You know. You're the last heir to this big fortune. The only way you will get that fortune is if you spend the night in a spooky house. Just send us your bank information. We'll give you an address. Spend the night there and the money is yours. Is that a thing? I mean,
0: in Scooby-Doo it is. Okay, you're hilarious.
1: this saying if it's too good to
0: be true, then it, it is. is. Exactly. Peace. All right. Oh, that made me sad. I know, I'm sorry about it, but it's true. Cautionary tale. We're going to South Africa, oh, Colleen.
1: Wow, okay. I know, we're making an international crazy stupid idiot trip. Now, I want to tell you, uh, I think that the authorities in this issue may or may not be the crazy stupid okay. idiot in here. Um, because paramedics in... I can't say it. So paramedics in South Africa, Okay. Um, they responded to a car crash. And the paramedics who responded to a car crash uh reported that a woman who was involved in this road accident had passed away. Oh. And that was really sad. So this happened on June twenty fourth and the equipments that the par- equipment that the paramedics were using showed no form of life for this woman. And that's sad, you, that know, this, awful. you know, she passed away. Yeah. Um so, you know, naturally what happens when one passes away is that uh, you know, before Um, there are funeral services or cremation services is that your body is brought to the morgue to do Mm -hmm. an examination to determine the cause of death. Well, the woman's body was in the morgue, but when the morgue worker checked on the body in the fridge, she
0: was still alive. This is my worst nightmare. Oh, sorry. No, I'm not kidding you. (laughs) I, this is like... Do you not think about this? Like, I think about this. What if I look dead, but I'm really not? And they make a mistake because that is that's it happens. That is scary and awful. She was still okay?
1: Yes. She's recovering in a hospital. Get out of town. Yeah. That is crazy. Mm -hmm.
0: I mean, thank God they figured it out. Yeah, they figured it out because the morgue worker checked on the body in the fridge. Yeah, and if that wouldn't have happened, I can't even. And she was still breathing. Oh my gosh. In the fridge. Now,
1: the person who runs the ambulance service says that there is no proof of negligence by his company.
0: However, I would say that that Uh, is false. Yeah, did they check the batteries on whatever device they were using to determine whether or not there was any, quote, form of life? Oh yeah. my gosh, that is, oh, yeah. No, I'm going to have bad dreams about that.
1: Now, this isn't the first time this year that something like this has oh, happened. Oh, jeez. In January, a jail inmate was certified dead in Spain before regaining consciousness hours before an autopsy was no, due no, to no, be no, performed. No. He was believed to have died in his prison cell, this man, after a suffering a medical condition in which the patient has diminished responsiveness. Oh my gosh. Called catalepsy. I think. Okay, that's really Anyways, scary. I'm sorry I did not know I was unearthing Colleen Lindstrom's Primal Fear. Seriously. But I wanted to let you know that the crazy stupid idiots out there.
0: Wow. Mm. Okay, let's uh let's stay international. We're gonna go to oh, fun. Poland. Ooh. Okay, so here is here's the story. Now this this is just kind of a wacky story. I don't really know. If or who the crazy, stupid idiot is in this story, Ooh, yes. but the
1: crazy, kind of, or
0: is there a crazy, stupid idiot? But this is a wacky story, okay? It's like crazy. It's like, blah, wacky. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, so, so there's an environmental group called Ecologic, and they placed a tracker on the back of a white stork last year to track the bird's migratory habits. This is something that happens with great frequency, right? Mm-hmm. When they're studying what different types of birds do, they put a tracker on them. Well, this stork traveled 3,700 miles and it was traced to an area of Sudan before the charity lost contact with the tracker on the bird. Well, apparently somebody found the tracker in Sudan, removed the SIM card from the tracker and then put it in their own phone where they then racked up 20 hours worth of phone calls and as a result Ecologic the group that placed the tracker in the first place has gotten a phone bill for over $2,700 that they will now have to pay because somebody found the sim card on the tracker that they had put on a stork and made $2,700 worth of phone calls on it. That's a lot of effort. Isn't that nuts? That, okay, is, first of all, that is nuts. If I find a stork tracker, I am not aware that there is a SIM card in it. Yes. Let alone where to find it, how to remove it, and then... Put it in my phone and then use it for phone calls.
1: Or you would think that there would be some kind of contact information for the company, right? And you, Colleen Lindstrom, upstanding citizen that you I are, would mail it
0: back to the company.
1: Exactly. Yes. You wouldn't think, oh boy, look, I've got a free phone. I'm gonna Isn't put that, that crazy? pop that SIM card right into my phone, and then I'm gonna make these people pay for my phone bill. Isn't that wild? No, it's quite entrepreneurial, I have to say. I mean, if you're thinking in that way, good on you, because my brain does not function in no, that way. No,
0: if I found, I mean, I probably, in all honesty, if there was, I wouldn't even know what it was that I was looking at. I'd probably walk right by it.
1: Well, so would I. I'm not really familiar with, with what stork-, stork trackers. Yeah.
0: What stork tracking software looks like. Yeah. What? Oh, so bizarre. It was weird. <sighs> huh, I told you it was a wacky story. All right. When we come back, we're going to read through some of your answers to today's Daily Snap Judgment. That's a this or that question we ask. On the My Talk Facebook page. Every single day, then you answer it. We judge you for your answers. And then we check in with our friend Donnie. But what's the question we asked today, Holly? Today, in honor of the 4th of July, coming up tomorrow, we asked
1: apple pie or hot dogs? Woo! Two
0: American Meals. We're going to ask you, what do you think after this on My Talk 107? Hot dogs or apple pie? That is the question we have asked. as our daily snap judgment on the My Talk 1071 Facebook page, on the Colleen and Bradley Show, on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, works the morning show. He was up so early. Hopefully he's taking a nap right now, but Holly Roberts is here, and uh, we are making it through this dreary day together. What the heck? Where's the sunshine? Well, it
1: was supposed to be 90 degrees and partly sunny today. It's not. I dress for the weather, and <laughs> now I'm freezing.
0: Okay, I have to tell you, can I just quickly tell you a story before we get to our Daily Snap Judgment? about Please. About what a nerd I was this morning. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know about you, but like... I, the weather app on my phone, I typically just use the standard, like, Apple-issued weather app. Sometimes I use the weather channel app because you can see a radar there, et cetera. But usually I just, my go-to is just to see the daily forecast, the weather app. And it'll tell you kind of hour by hour what to expect. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a running club that meets on Mondays and Tuesdays. So we have a meeting tonight at 7. I'm in charge of the club. So uh, my friend Alicia and I are. So you'd think, you know, like I should probably be paying attention to the weather um, in case there's like a thunderstorm or a heat advisory or whatever. So I'm looking at the weather and I'm like, oh, it's sunny all day. Wow. Oh my gosh. It's going to be like 101 degrees at seven. That's nuts. I'm like, well, I got to probably think about, you know, paying attention to the heat and maybe writing a note to everybody and reminding them to hydrate and tell them if they don't want to be there, if they don't want to run in that, that's fine. And I'm doing this whole thing in my head until I look again a little bit later to just double check and I realize I'm not looking at Minneapolis. I'm looking at Palm Springs for some reason. That was the first thing that opened up on my phone and I'm like planning for a heat advisory and it could not be more inaccurate.
1: Now I, there is some accuracy in that weather forecast, Colleen, because although today seems to be kind of a bust, tomorrow there is an excessive heat watch out. So I want to remind everyone for the 4th of July that there is an excessive heat watch in the Twin Cities area from 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. tomorrow because if... If, I don't know, if they're right, Mm -hmm. Uh, we're supposed to have some pretty uh, high temperatures tomorrow and also some severe weather. Yes, later in the evening. Plan your barbecues accordingly. You might want to get that done earlier
0: in the day than not. Yes. The other thing I will mention and add is if you had planned to run the Red, White & Boom Marathon tomorrow, there have been changes to the schedule because of those heat advisories. So I think that they even canceled the half marathon altogether. But there are some other race... There's some other race information that if you're doing that, you'll want to pay attention to. You would have gotten an email. but Or if you're going to spectate, you should know as well. Take care of yourselves, hydrate, and just be aware Wear of your surroundings. light clothing and check on your neighbors yeah. to see if they're okay. There you go. Now, in answer to our Daily Snap Judgment, this or that question we ask every day, today we ask the question, hot dogs or apple pie? Because, duh... It's the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. It's like the most American thing ever. USA! USA! We got the following answers. Amber said, that's wholly un-American to make me choose. Uh, So she did not. Ben said, this question sucks. I dislike both. But I know I have to choose apple pie with ice cream and I'll just eat the ice cream.
1: You get this for answering the question.
0: You also get this because you were being a brat about it. All (laughs) righty. Marley said, hot dog, all a nice all beef kosher dog on the grill, washed down with a s'more. Yum. Uh and Logan said, hot dog, hot dog, hot diggity dog. Hey, Lucas here.
2: Give it up for Donnie. Hello, Donnie. Oh,
0: hey, Donnie. How
2: you doing, Donnie? Donnie's
0: pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? <laughs> hey,
2: Donnie. Hot dog, babe.
1: Ka-chunk. Well, now I'm going to be singing that dumb song in my head. Hot dog, yeah.
0: hot dog, hot diggity dog. Mm, yeah.
2: Definitely a hot dog.
0: Uh, you are going for a hot dog, Donnie? I am. What are you putting on your hot dog? Uh, a little mustard. Uh-huh, a little it. sauerkraut.
2: Oh. Yeah.
0: He's going to kraut.
2: No ketchup on the hot dog. It's un-American. What? Um, no, nope, sorry, can't do that. What? Where I grew um, up, there was no such thing. Who would they would look at you askance on the East Coast if you put ketchup on a hot dog? What? Yeah,
0: I don't get that. That nope, that doesn't work it's a for regional me. Original thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah, apparently it is.
2: Yeah, I you know what would drive my mother crazy. What? She would make hot dogs at home, and I didn't really care for them. What? But Did she the- boil them? Probably, but then you go to the ballpark and you wanted to have a hot dog and you thought that was delicious. You know why? What is the difference between the
0: ballpark and my hot dogs? Well, I'll tell you one of them. What? The ballpark dogs snap when you bite into them. Yeah. The home hot dogs really don't, unless you're really going, like if, okay, can I just say? Please. Best hot dogs, seriously, I know a lot of people go to Von Hansen's to get their hot dogs. The best hot dogs are from Everett's. Where's that? In South Minneapolis on 38th Street. And hold on. Let me get the appropriate cross street because I can never remember if it's uh, Cedar. Anyway, um, it's a a legit butcher and they have the best hot dogs Mm. in the world. Are they snappy? Oh, yeah. They're so good. And like, oh, yeah, we buy them by like the pound. Yeah, it's on Cedar Mm -hmm. and 38th Street. And it's on the actual 38th Street. So um, go there. I'm not kidding you. You will not be disappointed. All the best right. hot dogs. But everything there is great. That's like our favorite meat shop in
2: South Minneapolis. You guys like corn on the cob?
0: I love corn on the cob. Holly, not so much? My, in- my husband yeah. doesn't. Okay. In theory, I like corn on the What's- cob.
2: I just had a way to prepare it that's really simple. Maybe you already know this, Colleen. But what? You, you leave it in the... Uh, is the covering on the corn on the cob, is that called a shuck
1: yeah, okay. I think I, don't I think know. that's you, the verb to take it yeah, off. That's what it I thought.
2: What, whatever it is, so okay. you, you leave the it husk. in it. It's, husk. the husk. There you there go. You. Thank you. So you leave it in the husk, mm-hmm. microwave for three minutes. Mm-hmm. Comes out perfect. Are
0: you serious? Absolutely. Huh?
2: It's amazing how easy it is. No boiling water, none of this stuff. Oh, leave it in the husk, so- microwave for three minutes. Well done. If you're gonna do more than one, you might have to increase that to four or five minutes. Comes out perfect every time. I you feel- don't have to put
0: water in there or anything.
2: Nope, wow. right in the husk.
0: This is not Donnie. the first time
1: that Donnie has shared his microwave cookery tips. I know. I'm on kind of impressed. It's Can a I also
2: great just time say, time
0: Donnie, we have learned a lot of life hacks today on this show because we talked a little bit earlier in the show about uh, like home remedies for things. Because I had read about a woman who had a really bad sunburn and oh, she the menthol used- shave cream. Yes, did you know that? Yeah,
2: we talked about it a couple of weeks ago. We, I mean, that blew so my mind. Yeah.
0: I mean, for a person as fair as I am, that is some useful information. So people called in with their home remedies for things. And Mm -hmm. I mean, not just health remedies. Like, did you know if you use like easy off oven spray unscented on your tub, you you spray it, leave it overnight. The next day, use dryer sheets to wipe it off. Mm -hmm. It takes away the grime. You don't even have to scrub. Isn't that amazing? I'm ready to try this. I'm not kidding you. I'm. This is today's been very useful, you guys. I hope everybody's going to use their holiday to appropriately clean their bathtubs and make really good (laughs) corn on the cob. Yay! Nothing says America like cleaning out my scrubby bathtub. Am I the only person that's doing some deep cleaning on the holiday? Uh,
2: Probably. Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh! Mm
0: -hmm. I love a day off.
2: To, to clean? To
0: clean, because I never have time to do like a real good cleaning of my house.
2: Clean, Colleen. I know, you.
0: I get like one or two rooms clean, and then the rest of the house is filthy. I just want it all clean for like one day at the same time. Colleen, you didn't answer I know the how question. How to yeah, oh, sorry. Question. Apple pie, duh. Okay. Hot dogs are so pedestrian.
2: Like you (laughs) use that word way too much,
0: but you know what I mean. Like you can get a hot dog any old place, but you know apple pie 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 is a sometimes food. It's a sometimes food though. Holly Roberts, apple pie. Mm, Because would you like it all a mode
1: or without the mode? Without the mode. Oh, just regular apple pie. You want it heated?
0: No. Boy, you're easy. I know. That's what they all say. I've heard. (laughs) Hey, now. Hey, everybody, have a really great holiday. Thanks for hanging with us today. Lori and Juliet coming up next, and have a happy 4th of July, whether you are eating hot dogs or apple pie, both or neither. Just enjoy yourself and be safe.